0: Into the this. It is Thursday the 4th of August, welcome to Afternoon Sport, Tim Gilbert here, I'm joined by my co-host Shane Lee and Shane, we've had a little bit of a music theme this week and uh, I was reading an article sent to us by our wonderful producer Dan McHugh about Keith Richards and now, look, I find it astounding that Keith Richards is still with us. Thankfully he is. I say that with the respect it's intended um, after uh, the life that he has lived. But uh, he has a great sense of promise that he and the, the Stones, the Rolling Stones, are going to be mm. making some more new music this year.
1: Well, I can understand why, mate. And I'm not comparing Six and Out to the great Rolling Stones, but uh, I know what it's like playing the same songs all the time. It gets quite boring after a while. Mm. So I can see why they want to create some new material and keep it fresh. And, uh, mate, they reckon if there's ever an Atomic bomb goes off or a nuclear war um, that people that will survive will be Keith Richards and
0: cockroaches. (laughs) Oh he's a great survivor, what a survivor Keith Richards. Well we've got a big show today, Rowan Browning uh, what about him, he's through to the final at the Commonwealth Games, this is extraordinary he's such an athlete, we saw the flicker at the Tokyo Olympics, we'll talk about that Ariane Titmuss, exceptional again and of course the Rugby League tonight, the Roosters take on the Broncos If you're ready for your next thoroughbred racing adventure, then join the Osha Group. They exceed expectations on what racehorse ownership should look like. Australia's racing industry is enjoying unprecedented growth. Through a strategic, well-managed and data-driven approach, there is now a very real opportunity to build a profitable and sustainable thoroughbred portfolio. Find the Osha Group online at theOSHAGroup.com. Rowan Browning, um, Shane, outstanding. Uh, He's waltzed through the final at the Commonwealth Games. And uh, wouldn't this be amazing if we could... look, Look, I suppose we look at the swimming and we think, well, we're winning everything. But the track and field is different because with the nations involved, some of those nations, many of those nations have amazing athletes, both in the short form of the sprints and the long long races, lots of countries out of Africa like Kenya. Um, and then you look at the sprinting with, with the, the, the West Indian nations like Jamaica and others. So uh, that's, this is a big effort.
1: Yeah, it's a big effort. And there's no doubt we're currently sitting on 42 golds, 36 silvers, 38 bronze medals. And um, But yeah, Rowan Browning, the first mm. uh, um, Australian uh, to make 100 metres final uh, since 2010, And at 24 years of age, in heat one, he ran 10.17. Now, the favourites are South African, um, who ran 10.07.
0: So he's not far off it at all. Wouldn't that be amazing? And Ariane Titmuss, well, uh, look, you don't want to take this sort of stuff for granted, but they call her the Terminator. She's all set for the next Olympics in France, but she's dominated the pool in Birmingham with her fourth gold medal in the 400 freestyle.
1: Yeah, and I will tell you what, she's a breath of fresh air. The way that she presents herself away from um, the pool and uh, to camera, a uh, superstar, as you said, four gold medals. So um, she's having a fantastic meet.
0: Nick Kyrgios, we fall in love with him, we fall out of love with him, we fall in love with him, we fall out of love with him. It is a kaleidoscope, isn't it? it it's a roller coaster. His whole tennis career and everything that happens on and off the court. Well, you have to think
1: Nick's pretty comfortable in his own skin at the moment, and I think you're, you're seeing more and more of that. And we all know there's been a lot of blow ups in the past, but look, he's been he's playing in Washington. He beat uh, Marcos Giron six three six two, and it, during the match, up to his old antics, was talking to the crowd and deciding where to serve the ball. But he demolished him in fifty nine minutes, and um, he then comes out after the match and says that he won't be playing in the Laver Cup this year. He says he needs time with his family and girlfriend. So, as I said at the start, mate, he's pretty comfortable in his own skin.
0: Yeah, he's different though, isn't he? And I think that I think tennis to be honest, if you, if you take a step to one side and look at it. Tennis needs a personality like Nick Kyrgios, don't they? Yeah, definitely. And um, look, we all we all sort of loathe have loathed him in the past
1: and, and hated some of the things he's done. But look, I think he's coming good. And and it just seems quite refreshed and relaxed at the moment. And I think he's going to play really good tennis in the US Open.
0: Uh, Greg Norman. Uh, now, the PGA Tour has really showed that, that this live thing is affecting them. They've boosted money enormously I, I think it's around this 590 600 million mark for the pga tour in 2023 yeah it's a
1: big number isn't it? exactly you're right 590 million dollars and uh look if you're selling your house tim this is exact, exactly what you want you want two people going hammer and tongs. Mm. so it's only mm, yeah. bodes well for the players themselves but with the pga now up in the ante you have to think that the live will come back and even up the ante even more so these players are in the right place
0: at the right time. I think you and I should get straight to the driving range. <laughs> uh, wouldn't that be good? Now, the shortest F one career ever. Is it the world reacting to Oscar Piastri and, and this bombshell? Um, this was a this was a remarkable, if not ridiculous, story.
1: Yeah, r- crazy. Uh, so the Alpine F one Formula One team released. a brought out a press release and said that Oscar had signed with him. And he came straight out and said, no, he hasn't. So it's probably going to be one of the shortest F1 careers of all time.
0: It is a it is a promising sign, though, for, for the Australian motorsport section, isn't it? Because, uh, you know, this guy's, uh, this guy's showing his talent.
1: Yeah, definitely, mate. Well, we're performing really well in Formula One. We're performing well in the NBA. Um, we're doing well in the Commonwealth Games. So, yeah, Australian sport's in a pretty good space at the moment.
0: Yeah, look out for the surname Dewan and Gardner over the next few years. Yeah. They've seen their dads do big things, and uh, they are both operating at a very high level. Stay with us. We've got plenty more to come. The NRL is on tonight. The Roosters, big game against the Broncos. The AFL, what about this blockbuster tomorrow night? Melbourne and Collingwood. After that sport. Now, Shane, ahead of this Melbourne and Collingwood game tomorrow night, huge game. Two of the absolute stars of the competition, running second and third at the moment, uh, this Brodie Grundy story. Yeah, well, I can't wait for
1: this match. It's going to be an absolute cracker. Um, Brodie Grundy is a superstar ruckman for Collingwood. Uh, He's been contracted to 2027, Mm. $1 million a year, and there's rumours going around that he may leave Collingwood, even though he's under contract, and go head home to South Australia. But look... Why I'm looking forward to this match, they're coming up against Melbourne, who are in good form. Collingwood are the cardiac kids, and Melbourne have the best Ruckman in the game, in Gorn. So it's going to be a real show uh, from the centre of the ground here, and uh, I can't wait to watch this one.
0: It'll be a ripper, won't it? Absolute yeah. ripper. Um, because uh, I don't think um, many of the experts uh, thought that Collingwood be as good as they are this year, but they're right up there. They're every chance of being there on grand final day, and that's going to be a huge clash. Now, I don't know whether the Roosters will be there on grand final day, but with Nathan Cleary suspended, it does open the door for other NRL teams. They're going to be missing Lindsay Collins tonight, um, another concussion for him. So he'll be out for a couple of weeks, and it's a very difficult process, uh, this whole idea of how long players should stay out, and the Roosters particularly have had uh, difficulty with it, with Luke Keary being... On the sideline, we've seen two players Mm. retire. So no Lindsay Collins. The Broncos thrashed by the West Tigers last week. Uh, This is an absolute cracker at the Sydney Cricket Ground for both teams. Yeah, it'll be a a great game as well. And um, yeah, so Lindsay
1: Collins with consecutive head knocks and concussions, uh, you'd have to think Trent Robertson's been quite precautionary here. He he has said Trent Robertson that there's still not enough real data around concussions and head knocks and how long they should be arrested for. So he's been totally precautionary because I think Lindsay Collins will be a key member should the Roosters go
0: a long way into this premiership season. Yeah, and I I think they win that they win tonight. That really does pretty much firm them up in the bottom of the eight to to be there for finals time, the Roosters. Now, the Rugby and the Wallabies play this weekend, but they've got no Samu Kurevi. He's an absolute superstar, isn't he, out wide for the Wallabies, but they're pretty confident that they can overcome... Uh, him being missing with that knee injury. Yeah, he's missing. Uh, he was allowed to play prior to this uh, test match
1: against Argentina. He was allowed to play uh, in the Rugby Sevens in um, Birmingham, um, but now he's had a season ending injury, so he's going to be out for a while. But I just love how the Wallabies, every week, we seem to face another country that has a former coach. So Argentina, as we know, coached by our former coach, Michael Checker. So I think the Wallabies will be too good for Argentina, but it should be a good match. But, yeah, a big, big loss. Krevy out for the season.
0: What about Paul Gallen? Um, He's been saying for quite some time now that he's going to give up boxing. But he (laughs) he wants to fight two guys on the one night. This I don't think I've ever seen before. No, unless you've been at Shalaba Workers' Club. But, (laughs) no, so he's –
1: it's typical Paul Gallen. But, uh, yeah, two fights in one night unnamed fight so far. I think he'll fight Justin Hodges, the former Queenslander and Australian centre, uh, in the first fight, and we don't know some other donkey probably in the second fight. But, yeah, Paul Gallen trying to milk every cent he can before he probably goes back into rugby league.
0: Yeah, the um, two two fights in one night, that sounds like a a big night on the town in the old days, doesn't <laughs> it? Not that I was ever a fighter. <laughs> Now, uh, we'll talk about broadcast legends and not a lot of people will know the name Vin Scully uh, unless you you love US sport or or baseball, but he's passed away 94, absolute sporting legend behind the microphone and now... He was with the Dodgers for sixty-seven years, both in their time in Brooklyn and LA. Sixty-seven years, and was very famous for that whole lyrical description of the games and and and, and personality. And he's passed at the age of ninety-four. Legend,
1: yeah, absolute legend. Uh, dying at the age of ninety-four, as you said. Um, Commentator from nineteen fifty to two thousand and sixteen. Uh, sixty-seven years, as you said, Tim, for the um, for the Dodgers, and. As you mentioned, lyrical descriptions um, of the game of baseball were almost poetry, they believe. And, uh, yeah, an absolute legend of the game, Vale Vin Scully.
0: Now, um, a very different story, but uh, this is quite tragic, isn't it? And we'll put an image up on social media if we can. This Brazilian bodybuilder, Hulk, um, who injected oil into his muscles has died at the age of 55. The images of him and uh, the body shape are... Quite extraordinary. Bizarre
1: looking, wasn't he? He, um, Yeah, dead at 55. It's not a surprise, really, when you inject yourself with synthol, uh, which is basically oil into your muscles. His bicep was 57 centimetres in diameter, or 58 centimetres in diameter. Um, He just looked ridiculous. And, uh, yeah, I'm I'm assuming that's a big price to pay. Arnold Schwarzenegger was his hero, um, but Arnold obviously wasn't injecting himself with that sort Mm. of stuff for that long. And, yeah, dead at 55.
0: Beyond the bizarre. Beyond the bazaar, at the age of fifty-five, injecting oil. Anyway, a much lighter note to finish with today. Phil Alley, uh, you you played a lot of cricket with six foot ten. I think I used to go to the gym uh, because he's with his sister. His sister was um, was she the one of the gladiators uh, from memory? Delta, Delta. That's it. We used to do some some aerobics (laughs) classes with Delta in the old days. But Phil Alley, uh, um, fantastic personality. We've heard the story about him. Over indulging on bananas, what's the what's the latest little <laughs> yarn that you can tell us?
1: Well, it just made me laugh. As I said, Phil was six foot ten. He used to drive a mini minor, uh, funnily enough, and he took the front seat out and used to sit in the back to drive it. But we'd go to um, Hawaii on our way to play in the off season in England. We so we went to Hawaii a number of times, and on this particular tour, Phil found a um, all you can eat sort of buffet. It was nine, I think it was nine dollars ninety five US. All you could eat. And Phil would go in and, and devour, you know, 10 to 15 plates. And the guy who owned it wasn't very happy when Phil came walking in. Well, on the last day before Phil got kicked out and asked never to come back again, he took a whole salmon from the middle of the bush
0: <laughs> and whole salmon.
1: And devoured the whole thing in front of this guy. And the guy said, get out, never come back here again. He'd <laughs> said broke.
0: Yeah, even Michael Bevan got something in common. Bevan got hit by a salmon. he ate a whole uh, salmon. Uh, That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. Big thank you to our sponsors.
1: Yeah, fantastic sponsors the Ostra Group. If you're in the market for a racehorse and you need some good advice, go
0: and speak with the guys at the Ostra Group.
1: They'll sort you out.
0: Yeah, the huge spring carnival just around the corner. We also have a big thank you to our wonderful producer, Dan McHugh. We're back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care.